following is a Cast Wave Studios production. The Internet, the final frontier. On this episode of Boldly Going Nowhere, we talk to Hank Azaria retiring from the role of Apu. How will the next James Bond won't be played by a woman? And how uh, 20th Century Sox will reboot in, uh, at least in name. Uh, We also talk Oscars, Klondike, donut bars, and a comic book shop on fire for no particular reason. All this and more right here on your favorite Frederick podcast, Boldly Going Nowhere. Sean, I got to thank you, by the way. I had no idea that we were talking to the Hank Azaria today on the show. <laughs> How did you pull that? That is fantastic, man. Good on you. I think you just uh, I, I think you just added an I, addition. I, it's, no, it's funny. Cause I, 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 I did it. I did it to get a reaction joke, out of you. I, I get it to get a reaction out of you, and it, and yeah. it worked. Also, apparently 20th, <laughs> apparently, uh, 20th Century Socks is renaming. 20th Century Socks. Yes. Yeah. My favorite pair of socks in That's the world. It's, there's only two. I actually have a pair of socks. I think it's still from like 1998. Where are my socks? I mean, now that you mentioned that, I'm probably gonna. I was gonna say now every time I put on Sean. Now that you've done that, every time I put on a pair of socks, I'm just gonna do that. It's a little rough. Yeah, I know, right? I know. It's a, it's a little tingy around the edges. Every time I put on a pair of socks, where's now the, I'm just where's the love for Kleenex and lotion? Come on, come on now. Jesus. You get desperate and you like have an old sock that's like it just hasn't had more you know elastic in the top of it. <laughs> and you're just like screw it. You're sacrificed to the company. All right, I'm, I'm kind of glad. That, I'm kind of glad we did uh, take two of this. And and this is boldly going nowhere. <laughs> it's yes. a podcast. You listen to it with your ears. Uh, ears podcast. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, this is a little inside baseball. Uh, uh-huh. We actually tried recording this episode on Friday yep, because yeah. Sean had a work event on Saturday, which is our normal recording day. Uh, unfortunately, on Friday, Sean forgot his laptop and the MacBook we have. Shit the in, bed in the house. Shit the bed. It is. It, it, it twenty needs, minutes it into needs, recording. It, uh, there needs to be like a computer equivalent to like an ARP card because like, yeah, this yeah. thing, this <laughs> thing is, this thing is old. Yeah. <laughs> this, thing, this thing is so senile. This, this MacBook is so old. It, it fell was, down it and it needs a life alert Like the hard drive was just making noises randomly one day. It sounded like it was like chopping wood. Yep. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> Yep. This MacBook like, is so, this MacBook is so old it needs a life alert bracelet. <laughs> it this, ma- this this MacBook it be, be more realistic. It's it's old enough to not have been around when 9/11 happened, but it didn't have to ask what it was cuz it was just <laughs> all around there. Um yeah, it's that old. Um yeah. so. it's got IO. IO <laughs> input output. It's oh it's got more Well, cuz the new MacBooks you only get like three things. It's got a disk and, drive, guys. No, it's yeah, it's got a disk drive. Wow. It's got it's got Ethernet. It's got FireWire eight hundred. Wow, FireWire. <laughs> wow, it's got files. FireWire. Fire. My God, I can't <sighs> remember last time I needed a FireWire cable. Yeah, that, that that dates it. That should tell you. Yeah, yeah two thousand eight. So wow. Brian, uh, could you? Uh, 
we're 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 gonna launch a new segment and it's specifically centered around Brian, and uh, we're calling it Adventures in Goop. Um, all right. So for those of you who weren't there for the last episode, uh, for context, we, uh, Brian didn't come to a recording session, uh, last week and as, (laughs) as punishment, as punishment, we signed him up for the Gwyneth Paltrow lifestyle website goop, uh, for their newsletter on, uh, sex called uh, Sex... The Sex Issue. The Sex Issue. The Sex Issue, yes. And uh, we also signed him up for the waiting list for Gwyneth Paltrow's This Smells Like My Vagina Candle. Delicious. (coughs) Yes, that is the actual name of the product, Brian. This Smells Like My Vagina Candle. Yes, literally, that is the name of the product. Might might, might we travel over? I hear if you you get one that smells like yogurt, it's gone bad. Do goop.com, just search vagina, and yes. and then... Um, Results for vagina, displaying one out of three out of three. Now, this item is... Uh, 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 oh, it's sold out. It's sold out. $75 for a, a candle that smells vaguely... Right, here, 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 here we go. With a, with a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we went over this. This candle is made with geranium, citrusy, bergamot, and cedar absolutes... Juxtaposed with damask rose and, and what the fuck? Yeah, I know. We we trust me. We we went through I've, all I've this. I've smelled this. Smells like my vagina candle. Have you ever opened up a thing of fish oil? <laughs> anyways, oh god. But um. Anyways, anyways, anyway. Um. <laughs> so Brian, so Brian has actually started getting emails from Goop. I have. So Brian, I want you to go ahead and pull up some of these emails. I, I want to know what. The Goopiverse is trying to lure you in with. Yeah. We had the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and now we have the Goopiverse. Uh, okay. I mean, Gwyneth needs work. So, let's see here. She really she, doesn't. She keeps forgetting she was in Spider-Man. Yeah. Well. She did it again. <laughs> she literally forgot. How do you forget? Mm. So, oh, they're all the same. <laughs> well, let's see here. Okay. So, I got an email about the sex issue. Which, if I remember correctly, the last time I heard about anything deliberately called the sex issue, I think it was Playboy, and it had something to do with Madonna, and that was in the 90s. But, um, let's cool. see here. Um, let's go ahead and read some of the things from the email about the sex issue. Uh, the first uh, article here, uh, it's titled, Goop Your Bedside Drawer. Ugh. <laughs> Go- um, I'm sorry, Goop Your Bedside what? Goop Your Bedside Drawer. Um, so much happens in the Like, bed- is it telling me to goop on my bedside drawer? I mean, if you're into that, I'm not going to shame you. I mean, I don't want to. If you want to, yeah, well, no, it's telling you to do it, though. I, I don't want to do it, though. Goop your bedside drawer, Colin. You can't make me. I can I'm absolutely ad- fucking make you do it. I'm an adult. I do whatever right. I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sean logged out of the AIM chat. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, oh. I'm old. I understood that reference. Um... <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, God damn it. The Goop Guide to Sex. Uh, what happens when we make erotic films? Okay, yeah. So I, I just want to describe that photo. It's like four people just juxtaposed yes, there in is, like the weirdest fucking positions. There's like it looks like it looks like one dude and three women. It looks like one sound. It, and I'm just gonna turn it up for this. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> when women make adult films. There you go. Yeah. Zoom out on that. Use that in your spank bank. There you, there you go. All right. There you go. Yeah. 
Just like yeah, <laughs> like just as many people as they could cram into the frame, just so you can't understand. You know what? Honestly, reminds me of it. Reminds me of that orgy scene from Event Horizon. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe they all hurt themselves playing Twister. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just cropped. You know, I'm pretty sure that's a scenario in porn that hasn't been explored yet. Yeah. Oh, right, ball blue. No, it's probably has been. Uh, let's see here. Is sex addiction real? Passion, intimacy, and why it is normal? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Is sex addiction real? Of course it is. So many celebrities have claimed it as an illness. I mean, it couldn't It couldn't be fake. Celebrities have it. Um, and uh, let's see here. <laughs> it can't be fake. Celebrities have Okay, uh, what the fuck? Okay, so they've got like okay, now they got now at the end of all these articles, it seems as though they like to try and sell their bullshit. Sure. And so Because remember, the, Goof is not only a lifestyle website, it also gives you everything you need for that lifestyle. There it's, you go. It's, it's it's a brand. Yes. It's a brand, it's a lifestyle. It's, it's a brand it's, and a lifestyle. They're hoping to be your apple, but just for your <laughs> it's life. It's a brand and a lifestyle. Just like um, diabetes. And so it says here what we're putting on and taking off, and this has just become normal for me, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so we've got Ophelia Whistling Lace Soft Cup Bra by Stella McCartney. $160 for a bra. Well, it's Stella McCartney. And then the matching panties are $90. Mm. Oh, so does it even come as a set? Nope, you have to buy them separate. Um, $95 for a James uh, Lace Cheeky Panties. <laughs> He's getting emails about panties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This this I is the mean, gift that keeps on giving. I, I wonder know. what the uh, wonder what the Packers 49ers score is, by the way. Uh, <laughs> All right, so do me a favor. Go to the one we were talking about on oh, Friday. Oh, yes, getting Hoff. Yes, we were talking about this, and then, uh, then we the, moved on. And, the subject, yeah. yeah, the subject line completely blitzed me on what was actually going on. Yeah. I thought maybe it had something to do with Hasselhoff, you know? Yeah, or, but, get, yeah, getting the Hoff off, you know? Like... Because, you know, that's a statement that, you know... He's no popular one... enough in Germany. He can pull down whatever kind of, you know, Fraulein Pussen he wants. Um, sure. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> Fraulein. <laughs> Fraulein Pussen. Fraulein Pussen. Fra- Fraulein Pussen, yeah. That's is good. It's not even, it's not even German. <laughs> I, I know, just go Fra- ahead. Fraulein is. So just... just I, yes, it is. But So go ahead and read the yeah. email, please. Okay. <laughs> what? Goop. <laughs> Goop at sea. <laughs> Wait, okay. No, no, no. You can't be serious. There's a goop at sea now? Goop at sea! <laughs> Celebrity clu- cruises. Oh, no! Uh, goop at sea! Oh, 2020! No. I don't okay. want a goop at sea! <laughs> We've coupled our commitment to wellness with Goop's incredible roster of cutting-edge doctors, practitioners, and thought leaders to bring you this <laughs> ultimate wellness experience at sea. At Celebrity Apex's August, uh, to August 26, 2020, sailing sweet guests will have an opportunity to engage with Goop founder and CEO, Gwyneth Paltrow. The... The V the wow. Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop's chief content officer, uh, Elise Lohanen. 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 Via a Q and A with work with their <laughs> very best healers. You know the, the 
There is limited availability, Brian. So book now to save your spot. And we'll see you there. Tell you what, can I save my money and go on the Church Jericho rocking cruising sea instead? Oh, God, there's a YouTube video. I want to. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. All right, we're pausing everything to watch this real fast. So if you want to. You know you want to. Oh, Jesus. All that music. Kicking soundtrack. Yeah, boy. Feeling good. Feeling right. My now mind, here's some more expensive bullshit buddy. that you're not need that you don't need to buy. Oh, we hear it, Sean. Oh, we hear it. Don't worry. Oh, uh, but we'll, we're gonna separate perfect. you and your money. Perfect. Oh, fuck. Okay, okay, I'm gonna exit this website. So. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh no. What? It's two thousand one hundred and forty-nine dollars for an average ticket. That's for an good. average ticket. That's actually pretty cheap for a cruise. Right. So what I'm saying is... Before like, incidentals. No. So what I'm saying is that's like below deck in like... Like basically if if you are the class that drowned on the Titanic, that's First. what you're getting. And it's two grand. Okay. Let me... It's let me so Hold on. Pull up. Keep the, keep those numbers I, up. Oh, it's up. Don't I mean, worry. You're a fan of goop, but you're in the, the, you're in the poop deck. <laughs> yeah. You're, the, goop, you're, you're the, goop, the, the goop poop deck. You're, you're the goop, goop scum. Poop. Goop scum. Goop okay, deck. it's the goop deck. So okay. Oh fuck. Just just for comparison, by the way, just for comparison. Um, you know we're going to have to change the the hashtag for this episode to goop deck, right? Yeah. So so okay. Yes, we are. Yeah. So just for comparison, don't worry, I got it. Um, there is, and obviously I'm a little more biased towards this cruise. It's called the Chris Jericho's uh, Rock and Wrestling Rager. It's a five-day cruise at sea. All right. And, uh, Crazy Texas. They actually film an episode of AEW Dynamite at sea, and the average price per two guests is $849 for an interior on the fourth deck. So, Wait, y- fucking what? Yeah. Eight hundred. Wait, $800 per day? Or how long is the cruise? Per person, and it's a five-day cruise. $800. All right, so and I'll you say- get to go on a cruise, you get to go to the Barbados or wherever, and then you also get to watch a couple nights of wrestling on a boat, and you also get drinks and shit, too. All right, so I should I should specify. Now, I, I was underselling it for the Goop Cruise, so... Yeah. Like it is two thousand one hundred forty nine dollars, but you're going from Barcelona to France and the Italian Riviera, which right. That's okay, okay if you're going to cruise. That's a good one to Fine. do. Sure, but so, the but problem the, is it's a goop boat, right? <laughs> and if you want a suite, it's like forty six hundred dollars for eleven days. Jesus. So just don't buy sweaters from Goop dot com and save your money. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you really want that goop lifestyle, just save your money. Don't buy ten of those expensive sweaters, and you might be able to afford now a I know cheap what, ticket. Now I know what, what you're right telling there? yourself, Brian. You're obviously so informed on goop at this point. How <laughs> how do I go on this cruise and also buy all those sweaters? Prostitution. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sell your body. Yep. So <laughs> that's the goop way. Sell your body and then buy stuff from goop to be able to. Heal your body. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That got dark. I'm sorry. Oh, it did. Oh. Well, but I tell you what. Out of the two, so, I think I'd go on the the the, the wrestling. So cruise. why don't we take a break from Goop? Because uh, God knows we're gonna have much more fodder to refer to in the coming goop. weeks. Uh-huh. We're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna milk all the Goop out of that uh, teat. We are gonna milk all that Goop out of Gwyneth. <laughs> we're gonna teat. we're gonna spoon all that Goop out of the bottom of the YoPlay thing. <laughs> He got me. <laughs> I broke Sean. Uh, oh god. Okay. Oh boy. So um, 
so let's move on to uh, the topics we had this week. So, local topics. Um, I don't know. So, uh, apparently, someone set a fire at our local comic book store. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. So I, I have guess heard, who was there? Uh, yeah, host of PCP, Zach Patterson was there with his with his fiance. So I'm uh, I'm he's explaining to me. Him and his girlfriend were sitting, were, were like, were just kind of chilling just around. Just chilling out of the chilling comic book store. The, the comic book store. You know, the huge. And um, Zach's like smelling something burning. And he's like, he's like, like maybe it's like next door. You know, right. Next door. He goes outside, looks around, comes back in. And he was like, oh, that's weird. But before, beforehand, there was this, there was this kid, there was this like kid in a mask. Uh-huh. Uh, and... He, I guess he he was doing he was he was like browsing around doing nothing at first, and then he was like like um, in one part of the comic book area, and he was like gathering up twine, and he was he was he was like tying twine to, to something. Uh huh. And then uh, like when Zach noticed something burning was coming coming back in, that kid that kid was gone. Yeah, because obviously. Yeah, and uh, you don't and, stick around. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like the com- uh, the comic books went, and they just go up in flame. Like him, which, like, and then him, like him, the back issues, him, or what? Him and the, the guy working there were they're like taking comic books off of the off of the off of that shelf that was burning. They're just like constantly trying to like get you know yeah, save, yeah. save some comic save books. some of the stock yeah yeah and uh and then like and then later they found out that like that was that kid that like that yeah lit the twine on fire so he could get away and they still haven't caught him. What a what tool! A, what a dick! Yeah. So who burns a comic store? I didn't understand Civil War two. Fuck you guys! I mean, there's some crazy people. There's just crazy people. I can't. And, and, I, and I, like the thing is, like, like, like Zach and his girlfriend are and on some other people were were there, like people inside, like. Yeah, yeah. I, like you were literally gonna kill people because of the fucking comic book. So cool. So it's not only attempted arson; it's also attempted murder. Hooray. Yes, I mean realistically, yeah, yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Sucks to be you if you get caught, dude. Yeah, what a dick. Yep, sucks to suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's what you get. I, I mean, I, it, I. I mean, I haven't been by there. I haven't even like like ridden by. Uh, beyond it's not yet. really on the. It's not really. It's it's, it's not, not really like, on the way to anything. Yeah, you. Uh, that's a destination. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I specifically need to go somewhere for comic books nowadays, I need to go to Beyond. Like that's where I would go. Yeah. I mean, brainstorm. Like is if you're on your way to the theater right. and you want to stop by the the comic yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the yeah. Beyond Comics, like that's on the way. Uh huh. Yeah. There. So yeah, that's that's all the local news we got because because we were like, wait, what happened? <laughs> someone said comic book store on fire. Yeah, apparently, it's like someone killed yeah. a clown. It's just like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> but Who the, would but do such like, a thing? but apparently, uh, Zach and his girlfriend were there with the uh, the police for with like for like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I was at work when he like messaged like he he posted something on Facebook and then I like IM'd him and I went, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" He's like, "I'm speaking to the cops right now. I'll talk to you in a second. I was like, "All right, All right man." Just like, have fun with that. Holy crap! So, <sighs> yeah. So yeah. And like, I actually like the same day I went to I went to brainstorm and uh, I mentioned it to the owner, and he was like, "Yeah, people have been telling me to like look out and whatever, but you know, I don't think really. I don't think I have anything to worry about because 
it sounds like from everything that I've heard that this is definitely like it's not just somebody like oh I have a hate boner for comic books. Arr! It's more like eh, this guy had a problem with the management at Beyond. So ah uh, okay yeah so. I mean, other local comic shops, you should be safe, but still, keep an eye out. Yeah, keep an eye out, just in case you know. The, I am. Uh, it's me, the comic book arsonist. <laughs> yeah. Colin, you used to work there, right? Yes, yeah. I did. Hmm. Imagine seeing that on your fucking, like... I have a perfectly days. good alibi. I was at work when it happened. Yeah. Well, that and the the description, uh, the description is uh, some a very, uh, like, skinny so guy who wears a mask. So definitely not me, because I am the invert of that. <laughs> definitely I'm, I'm a fat kid who is who stands yeah. out pretty badly. Yeah, you, you don't wear a mask, and yeah. you, you could easily pick me out of a lineup, is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. So also, so uh, moving on to more pop culture related stuff. It's so, him, the cheeseburger desperado. Yeah. So Hank Azaria is <laughs> retiring from the voice of Apu. He needs a striped shirt. Yeah. <laughs> or Robble Robble. Robble Robble. <laughs> so yeah, Hank Azaria is retiring from the Desperado. Simpsons. Desperado. Sorry. Yeah. Why don't you go to your senses? We don't have the rights. <laughs> also, I hate uh. the Eagles. <laughs> I hate the Eagles, man. I hate the fucking Eagles, Not man. a bad day. Out of my car. I hate car. the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, so, so, had, so oh, uh, oh, while we're while we're kind of like just trudging the line, I had my first kind of eh moment with an Uber driver today. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Now I don't have a perfect five star because uh, I bought a thing of like you know rock salt for next time that it you know storms here. Um, because <laughs> we were expecting this giant snowstorm and uh, it just went. <laughs> yeah, got some rain, but I bought some uh, rock salt and I called an Uber from Walmart and. Uh, the damn thing opened up, and like I had to like shovel all this crap out of his oh, car. Oh no! So like I straight up was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and like I tipped the guy like ten extra dollars, right? Yeah. I was like, I was like, here, look, here, let me tip you ten, and you know, hopefully this will help out with like vacuuming, and like you don't have to pay anything on that. I'm so sorry. He's like, it's okay, cool. okay, cool. And that motherfucker still fucking deducted me a couple stars, and I'm like, oh god. Yeah. What? I was like, wow, what a shithead. Like I paid for it and I scooped it up and I did everything and you still fucking like you still fuck you still, you still fuck fucked me. me you fucked me you still fuck me you fuck me so, you fuck me you fuck me motherfucker so, that's my first like bad experience with Uber but it was all my fault I guess so whatever well that's what, <coughs> that's what you get what are you gonna do that's what I get for you can't, you can't do things don't Uber your rock salt yeah um, you could have just called one of us and we would have gotten you <laughs> it was like ten in the morning oh during a weekday or today. I would have come in. Never mind. Never mind. That's a completely different scenario. I'm not going to. All right, whatever. Anyway, so Hank Azaria is retiring as a poo. Hmm. Which, I mean. No more let, squishies. Let's, yeah. I mean, let's be realistic. Ever since that documentary came out, uh, the problem with the poo a couple of years ago, I, I think this was coming down the line. We all knew it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now Azaria has actually stated that it is happening. He's not going to do the role anymore. Right. And I think the point that we were trying to get at on Friday, at least the point I was trying to get at uh, when we when we found this out, because apparently he's not going to be you know doing the voice anymore now, unless they can find a way to transition it to either another actor or yeah. to just phase the character out completely. Right. Which he's not we, doing. Which you, we don't know what they're going to do. So he's to say that he's just straight up not doing it. Right. So. So obviously he's not going to be doing the voice anymore. They might find somebody else to do it, but I think the 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 the, the more pressing matter is, or what I like, I think a lot of people are speculating on, and myself included, is okay, cool. Obviously, people think that Apu is problematic. 
uh, or at the very least how he's been portrayed for years and, you know, who's been voicing him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, if you were to recast Apu's voice actor, would you would you then do you think that would be enough or would you also need to like kind of rewrite Apu as he is? Because is he not just, you know, at this point, just a walking, you know, Indian American stereotype? Like, what, what's your thoughts on that? He, it's, it's a, it's a character and uh, like, obviously it doesn't come from like that character does not come from a place of hate. The problem is the, and I was trying to get this across before when they, the entire podcast shut up because our MacBooks old, yeah. old and decrepit. Um, nope, it, we're not having this conversation. Nope, we're not having a talenting conversation about <laughs> race. Um, it's the people that, uh, the, the idiots that took that and used it for something bad. Like, and basically, like, and said, said and started, like, referencing real Indian people like, like their Apu, and not every Indian person's Apu. So, right. like, don't, like, it's, it's the idiot's fault that, that, that character turned into something negative. I have never looked at that character and thought, and, 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 and thought, like, I didn't even, like, realize, like, he's Indian. I just thought he's, that's, Apu, uh, Apu, because he's so obviously far, like, f- like, like a, a very dynamic character. Yeah, like he's I, probably one of the more competent characters in Springfield. Yeah, and like, which is not, saying I was something. Say, I was gonna say, if not the most competent. But the the, character. the fact is, and and the, um, um, was it Harry's uh, documentary? Uh, and I watched it, and in and it does like like. The people who grew up with Indian families that went went through went through some of this where they you know just people are assholes and they're just like yeah you know it, it, just using it using out like a it's a bad name for, and, for it and honestly honestly but but the way when this character was created it was way back and way back in the eighties yeah so like you gotta you gotta think about the timeline too. It's, it was late. It was a late eighties, early nineties. Late eighties, no, early nineties, and it's far from from what what we all, how far we've come in terms of how we how we see each other. Like, it's it's completely different. It's completely it's completely different. People get more upset, and like, and that's just that's 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 the way it is. But at well, the same time, at the same time, you you have to go okay. Well, looking back. Yes, uh, fair, but then also I would do an I would do I would I would counter argue too is that like and I'm not trying to like play devil's advocate for any one particular group here, but what I do say see is that you know in Hollywood and a lot of people that were writing stuff back in the day, you know it's a lot of like you know straight white men who like hey this is funny let's do this, and there was a, not a lot of diversity back then, and you could argue even still that there's not the greatest oh there's still of diversity not. there's still that for sure in, for in sure writing still rooms not. so. You know, they were kind of working in an echo chamber where it was just like, hey, we have this character. He's Indian. You know, he works at a squishy mart and he, you know, has this stereotypical voice. And everybody was like, okay, cool. That's fine. And then they're cracking themselves up. Like, I'm like right. on, on, honestly, they're worked. just ha- having fun with friends and, yeah. like, like, and their coworkers and, and, and cracking themselves up. And in the, in the age that we live in now where people can get on Facebook and Twitter and they can voice their opinion and people who have been marginalized for years suddenly are saying, hey, we think this is problematic. You know, you can't just like you can't just not listen to that stuff anymore. I feel like that's that's how I feel about Apu, and I think that Hank Azaria um, actually was listening to these people and said, "Okay, you know what? Fine, I'm going to 
I'm gonna stay away. I'm gonna stay away from it. You're right. Like I feel, and and you know, he's right to do this. I th- I feel he's been avoiding it for a bit, and then uh, I he come around. He came around saying like, you know what? I don't need it. Yeah. I I he has he has way he has he has basically over uh, the other half of the Simpsons. Right. <laughs> so like, I mean, look, we're never look, and here's the thing too. We're not gonna lose Mo. You know what I mean? We're not gonna lose Mo. Um, and there's a couple of other characters that like I Chief Wakeham. Chief Wake, yeah, Chief Carl. But you know we're not gonna lose any of those characters. Uh, but like Apu, it's like I feel like. Also, I, when's the last time I watched The Simpsons? It was like, oh shit! Like I really need a story about Apu. I I really haven't ever had that thought. I really honestly think Apu got his got his arc pretty much handled. Yeah, I mean, I like, mean, like, like his his you know his working his, life and his personal life each got their own individual episodes, and like not, not a lot of the Simpsons characters got an episode strictly devoted to them, right? Like, I mean, like, can you think of like the characters like what, uh, Mrs. Krabappel, Skinner, uh, oh, I can think of bleeding a couple gums of, Murphy, um, yeah, I can think of a couple of episodes that were like dedicated to Skinner actually, right. Sure. I, I mean, not. I mean, not good ones. But I oh mean, god, <laughs> I'm putting on my witch hazel. Tamzarian. Ow. Ow. So god. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, I would say some of the better one-off episodes were with Apu and mm-hmm. Apu's emotional and personal growth. I, I think of two things with Apu. I think of that. I think of him um, being surprised with octuplets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was actually pretty funny. And then I also think of that episode where Paul McCartney actually did a guest voice on there, and like oh, that was when Lisa was a uh, vegetarian. Yeah, and or, like and Paul McCartney straight up was like, "Look, I will be on your show, and I'll you know do this stuff." And like you know they were on top of Apu's you know store, and like he had this you know really awesome little you know garden that he planted stuff there or whatever. And Paul McCartney actually was like, "I'll be on your show, and I'll do this whole thing with Lisa being a vegetarian, but." The only gist is she has to remain a vegetarian for the remainder of the show, and they have honored that since then, which is awesome. But like, well, when a fucking beetle asks you to keep yeah. something canon, you keep it canon. Yeah, you're not just like, yeah, fuck that guy. I do. I my my favorite part about that is when she's in the the line for uh, like uh, in the lunchroom, and this is like when she's first like getting like into <laughs> vegetarianism. Yeah, and she and she goes, uh, "Is there anything here that you have?" That doesn't have meat in it, and the lunch lady, without like missing a beat, goes, "Possibly the meatloaf." <laughs> <laughs> yep, sounds about right. Now with vitamin R. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I, according is, to the Mexican Council of Food, this expired three years ago. <laughs> what is milk? <laughs> oh God. Oh, okay. So moving on to the next topic. So 20th Century Fox is uh, rebooting. Yep. What are they rebooting, you ask? <laughs> well, they're rebooting their name. Yep. So apparently uh, 20th Century Fox, when they were purchased by Disney, uh, they decided to, they're now just going to adjust down to uh, 20th Century, they're now just going to be 20th Century Studios. Which okay. is fucking stupid. But, but. But it's 20th Century Fox. 
Well, shit. Yeah, so, I mean, I understand that's probably a smart move in terms of, like, you want to stay away from Fox, but... <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, because Fox Entertainment, Fox Sports, and Fox News are still part of the Fox Corporation, so they're just trying to move away from that as best as possible. But it's still just gonna be weird. Yeah. So we'll we'll be fine. Here's the crazy thing. This like this merger happened in 1935, which I was like, what? what? Wait, what? Yeah, 20th Century Fox was born in 1935 as a merger between 20th Century Pictures and Fox Films. Oh, which I was like, wait, what? Okay. I didn't know that. Well, because I don't think it was Rupert Murdoch's Foxes until like Rupert Murdoch's Fox until like later. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Until like News Corp. Yeah, <laughs> News Corp. Mm. <laughs> uh, My oxy- favorite news show. <laughs> it's an oxymoron. So, um, uh, anyway, Bond, huh? No, you know what? Honestly, are we, are we moving on to something? We're just gonna fucking skip that. I are mean, honestly, TL TLDR, uh, Bond's not gonna be a woman this time around, even though people are clamoring for it. But Barbara Broccoli, which, by the way, is still like my favorite two words to say. Barbara Broccoli. Barbara Broccoli. I could go for a bite of Barbara Broccoli. Mm, <laughs> Barbara Broccoli with cheese. Give me, give me a Barbara Broccoli. Bar- she's she's basically come out and said that. Put it in the basket. I mean, honestly, the story can be summed up in a sentence. She was basically like, "Bond's not gonna be a woman because I don't want to do that to women." <laughs> Because women, women can be far more interesting characters than James Bond. I'm like, she's uh, not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's not wrong. I mean, and quite frankly, I mean, like, let's be realistic. After this film, could we really? What What else is there to do with Bond at this point? Bond. You, you Bond, could... Bond goes to the supermarket. <laughs> da da da. I mean, yeah, they basically they've gone through every villain and they just went back to fucking Blofeld because Bond <laughs> without Blofeld is kind <laughs> of useless. Oh. oh no, my uh, my my cat is not scanning. Uh, what seems to be the problem here? What, what are you about trying to buy? Beans, baked beans. He's a baked bean. He's a baked bean boy. Anyway, so anyway, bean finger. Yeah, right. So he's the man with the mightiest touch. No, with the molasses touch. Molasses touch. So honestly, I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I I, I honestly after uh-huh. after uh-huh. James uh oh, is it after Daniel Craig completes his run, I don't really think there's a point for more Bond films. Yeah. There's literally none. All, all the original source material has been done and has okay. been done to death. I, I I would argue I would argue at this point less James Bond, more Kingsman. Yes. Well, they're doing a new Kingsman yeah. film because Kingsman basically like okay here's the thing. I remember reading this interview um, where they were talking about why they had to do Daniel Craig, James Bond so like down to earth, and it was a one sentence thing where it's like it's because J- it's because Austin Powers happened, right? Because all of a sudden all the tropes were being made fun of, and like nobody could take Bond seriously unless it was to get really serious. 
Kingsman came out after like the first couple of. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did anybody, anybody who grew up in 60s like watching 60s era Bond? Okay, 60s era Bond was somewhat serious. Then you got into the 70s, yeah. and shit just went off the rails. Moonraker. <laughs> I um, mean, yeah, that was the greatest. Fucking, okay, <laughs> Moonraker. So, so, <laughs> but then like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got our best. We got our best worst Bond. Yes. Uh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Roger Morbon. I uh, like uh, it's because it's so daffy. Oh my god! But um, what was it's it? So bad. But like uh, yeah. Kingsman, it's kind of like a return to like, hey, we can do this really cool spy movie and be a little ser- and be a little more silly with the shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which I love. I love that. You know, yeah. I love that. Hey, look, I have this umbrella that's like got an X-ray on it. That's also got like a homing machine kind of thing and. Yeah. You know, I love Why that. Not? It's good. I I love the fact that like there's this like tiger that's you know going to or this robot that's going to eat anybody that fucking comes across it if they try and mess with Elton John. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, basically. Like it's just. Oh I, yeah, Kings from the Golden Circle. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, that's fantastic. I love this. So right. I don't know. So like, less James Bond, more the Kingsman. Yes. Yeah. I, I, and I, also I maybe the Umbrella Academy. Uh, but sure. Why not? Why not? Whatever. Moving All right, on. so Sean, I think yeah. now it's time to take a left turn <laughs> down that dusty road. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Uh, you tossed the barbecue sauce ways away. <laughs> Sean, take us to a little place called uh, the Fat Shack. <sighs> oh, Ginger Daddy has some treats for you today. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. So, first, we're going to take a little trip to outer space. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Space. Epcot is getting its own restaurant where you're literally going to have to be shot in orbit to get there. Oh, God. Take my money now. (laughs) Yeah, right? So it's a new space-themed restaurant called Space uh, 220. And to get to the restaurant, guests will have to board an elevator near the Mission Space attraction that will replicate being shot into orbit. You'll travel at 220 miles directly above Earth and dock with the Centauri Space Station. Once inside, you'll pass the grow zone on your way to your seats, which is a spinning wall of produce that mimics Earth's gravity and represents some of the fresh ingredients used by the culinary team. This is being pulled directly from uh, a blurb from Disney. Is is the blurb on goop.com? No. Okay. I I wish. Uh, you'll You'll then be part of an immersive dining experience with panoramic views of the stars, passing satellites, and floating astronauts. And along the way, Disney said viewports will give guests real-time perspective as they travel high above the planet. Oh, hey, look at look at Australia. It's on fire. Oh, no. I mean, I, but if you look at that photo, that's pretty sweet. I mean, I think that that's actually going to, yeah, like, I, I would hope that that's actually like a real-time video. I think that's the elevator that you go up in. That's so cool. Like that I is, want, That's Nino. pretty baller. I'd, I'd do that. I want something like that to be real. But then yeah. again, I couldn't afford it, but still. I mean, um, so... Uh, so there's no word on the menu yet, but it's being operated by one of the arms of Disney, which include the uh, the Via Napoli Pizzeria, the Tutti Italiana restaurant, and then uh, a couple of other Italian places. So I can okay okay. So it looks like this is all gonna be like video monitored stuff that like you know like hey we're getting live images from you know orbit of the planet and all that yeah which is supposed to be what sets the ambiance the mood sure. So, bet me anything, if I were to save up money and go to this thing and want to check it out and be immersed in space, I would go the one day that somebody fucking just decides to punch all the monitors, and it's like, oh, sorry. It's broken. It's broken. Yep. 
Bet me that that's going to happen. I mean, over and over and over again. I'm, Bet me. I'm saying just because people suck. I mean, I'm saying I'm just going to say this. You're not wrong. Yeah, I know I'm not wrong. Yeah, I, 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 I know I'm not wrong on that because people suck. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is Disney, and so just like also, this really depends on. Are they going to serve alcohol in this restaurant? Because the best mm. restaurants at Disney serve alcohol. Yes, they do. Yeah, I. You know what? And that's the thing too. I. Th- I. I. I, I want to go to Disney. Like I want to go into space and I want a fucking cocktail. So not this year, but next year, I think Castaway goes to Disney should be a thing. Oh. Uh, that could be our big trip next year. Florida or California, gentlemen. Florida. Obviously okay. Florida. Florida. So. So. Um, Florida. What's this next thing? Well, so next, the next option is just in time for Valentine's Day, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Uh, Brian, this is for you and me. Uh-huh. Um, so, although Sean, you can enjoy this on your lonesome. Okay, you can dip, right. your, you can dip your balls in it. I think. So Oreo has a new dunking set for two. That's right. It's it is literally a set. It's a cup. It's like glasses, tongs for dipping, and Oreos. So it includes two 10-ounce mugs, 12 cookies, two tongs, and one cookie cage. I'm going to have to get that for Molly. And the idea is, is what do you want to, like, if your girlfriend wants to stay in, well, now you got a dipping kit, so now you can just dip your Oreos yeah. together. I, well, that's the thing, though, like. I'm, you you can be fatties together for Valentine's okay, Day. Okay, scroll, scroll, scroll back up. By your scroll back up, by the way. Yeah, yeah, or you can enjoy, you can enjoy 12 Oreos by your lonesome. Yeah, it only yes. comes There's sl- nothing wrong with yes. this. Okay, yeah, you're going to need to buy more Oreos for this, obviously. Yeah. I'm sorry. And so. I, it's not it's not bad. It's it literally is just a giant heart shaped box with two glasses, two tongs, cookies, and what's called a cookie cage. Oh, and look at that! Look at that! Yeah, look at that! Look at that! It connects the cups together, uh, like a little heart. Uh, 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I, I get. I guess I get it now. <laughs> oh. I mean, my thing is, I get it. I get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I just so now the good news is if you're if you really want this, it's available at Walmart for eighteen dollars. Oh boy, eighteen dollars! I mean, yeah, I, I could honestly buy like five packs of Oreos and a gallon of milk yeah. and just use my own cups and probably get the same get, effect. Get the milk poops. But hey, you know what? If you wanna, if you want to do a lame ass cop out for Valentine's Day, this is your option. Uh, please don't just. Brian, Brian, did you just undo your belt? I did because I've, yeah. I've I've had to I've had to shit for like the last half hour. <laughs> and I'm like, he had his Oreos too soon. Let me just let me just. I, I, I'm sitting here like I'm just like listening to this in the background and like well Brian leans back and, and he just like starts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just like. What is he doing? What are you doing with your pants? I've Get got, your hands out of there. I've it. got a chocolate surprise for you for Valentine's Day, boy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, my. So here's... So that that's okay, fine, if you want to do that. But but this story, this is what I wanted to do Fat Shack for this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, Klondike is coming out with three donut bars. Oh. Oh, yes. That is right. It is quite literally. It, it's gonna have. It's gonna be like the square shape of a Klondike bar. There's a hole in the middle. You got three different flavors. You got double chocolate, 
So, you know, chocolate coating, you know, chocolate filling. Uh-huh. Right? Then you've got Boston cream. Uh-huh. Right? Sean's giving me the look. He's like, oh, baby. Oh. Oh, baby. Oh, you getting excited? Uh, I'm getting oh, real yeah. excited. Yeah, it's 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 good. It, it looks good. Oh, there there it is. There's there's the picture of it. Yeah, you want Brian. that you want that boss. Look at that. Oh. I'd fucking murder oh. a I'd murder those. Oh. Frosted strawberry is the third flavor, baby. Yep, and with Ooh. sprinkles on this frosted strawberry. Mm. Ooh, the Boston cream looks good. Oh, I like that triple chocolate. Now, unfortunately, it's only available at Kroger and one other supermarket chain right now. However, in March, it goes nationwide. Okay. So, March, we got to stock the fuck up on these bad boys. Oh, so, God, so it's yes. Kroger and so so I guess that's either the Midwest or or the, well, or the, the Kroger's or the in the South. Kroger's in the South. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kroger's also in, like, Chicago and shit, too, I think. Kroger be all over. Yeah. Except for yeah. Well, that's the thing. Kroger is the name, if I remember correctly, Kroger is not only the name of a couple of grocery stores, but it's also, like, they own, like, Albertsons, King Supers, and a uh, bunch of other... Uh, well, specifically, it's yeah. Kroger. So Okay, cool. So, so that looks Which, really good. Oh, yeah. I'd fucking murder the shit out of those, man. Especially, like, the Boston cream. Yeah, I know. Oh. Ah, like, when was the last time you heard Boston cream anything? Besides donuts. Mm. Yeah, the, the Boston... Uh, yeah. I but, mean, could you pick a more quintessential donut flavor to fucking put in a... Fucking ice cream bar. Right. That's what I'm saying. Mm. The inner fatty inside of me is like, mm. you know what? I know we have diabetes, but I think you need to eat like a pack of these. <laughs> a whole pack? I have diabetes, but nothing else beats these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh. that's my King Diabetes t-shirt. <laughs> I have diabetes, but nothing else beats this. <laughs> that's, that's a good slogan. Thanks, Brian. I'm going to borrow that. Yay. <laughs> All right. So last but not least, uh, last year we did a uh, oh god, we did a uh, Golden Globes theme game. And not this shit again. Oh yes. Uh-huh. Oh perfect. Uh-huh. Yep. So this year we're gonna do the Oscars because uh, we completely forgot to do the Golden Globes, but fuck it anyway because it's all about the speech. It's all about the speeches and oh uh, uh, boy, this is the one that actually matters. No one gives a shit about the Golden Globes. No, all, all we ever go for is Ricky Gervais making fools of other people. That's so great. It, it, which is good. It's I look forward to it every year. So are we writing down who's doing what, and then it's going to turn into some weird right. punishment thing? So yes, gotcha. And the okay. good news is I have the specific punishment already lined up. Oh, good. Ed, I, I am. Our I'm bad. waiting on the edge of my seat. Oh yes. Yeah. So for those of you who weren't with us the last time we did this game, the idea is is that there are certain categories which we are going to place bets on. Which film or, you know, which song or whatever is going to win. And the loser. So it's, I think we're going to do, Brian, is this year we're going to make it interesting. Oh, are we? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So to make sure that not one person gets punished, but everybody's going to get a little bit of punishment. So let me explain. So I, I mean, look, I was raised Catholic, man. I mean, you don't have to exactly. do this to me. No, it's okay. Don't worry. I, was I, I know too. what that's like already. Right. So. What we did is, uh, I when we were at Magfest, I went and bought a baggie of capsaicin laced popcorn. So what's gonna happen is, for each category, whoever wins doesn't have to eat popcorn. Whoever loses has to eat popcorn. Okay. Not like a whole handful, just like a couple pieces. But apparently, it's supposed to be hot enough that it's gonna make you real uncomfortable. Mm. This way. 
Brian, you might get lucky, and you might not have to eat popcorn at all. Hooray. I mean, or you could get unlucky and have to eat popcorn the whole night. But then the other thing is, the rest of us could have to go that option, too. All right. I like it. All right. So, so we're I'm going just, for pain instead of just, I'm just pure I'm, disgust like I'm, last year. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just so happy yeah. that we yeah. don't have to do that fucking... Bean boozled shake? Bean boozled shake. Oh, yeah. oh. That, was yeah. gr- that was great. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was... Well, it was great for you because you didn't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 you got you got the film the aftermath. I know it was the, so great. The smell was oh yeah, it's bad. I think I think that Pyrex glass that you had all that shit in was it still reeks. Oh, I threw it away. <laughs> I threw I threw it away. I got a new one. I got a new one. It's good. It's. I need you, the audience, to understand what we're getting ourselves into when we do this shit because it's not like we're just like oh that's funny. No 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 no. You don't understand. This is like we play for keeps. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's gonna be bad. <laughs> Cause you know why? Cause we have nothing better to do with a Sunday night than basically punish ourselves for not being able to guess pop culture trends correctly. What what? That's they, what we do. What night is the Oscars on again? By the way, Sunday. This Sunday? No, not this Sunday. Well, not not this Sunday, but next Sunday. No, uh, hang on. I'll I'll pull up the actual. What page. Sunday? Because like I know the Super Bowl. I'm on the... doing it. Give me a sec. Oh, they're not gonna put the Oscars and the Super Bowl the same night. I would. Uh, yeah, I, I would <laughs> fucking hope not. Yeah, I know. They Choose would. between the odds or you know. February 9th. February 9th? February okay. 9th. So not this Sunday, but next. Not so, this upcoming Sunday, but the following Sunday, I believe. So the Sunday after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you get to watch your, you know. Actually, at this point, it's the Chiefs and either the Packers or the 49ers. Yeah, so know. do you really care at this point, Brian? Not really. <laughs> no, no one cares. No one cares about this game. I mean, Kansas City cares, but, obviously. I, I, you know why I care? Because you were born in Kansas City? No, no. You, I mean, oh, you were yes, born in Philadelphia. Yes. No, you were born in Philadelphia. You lived... No, 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 in- no, no, no. No, I was born I was born in, in Missouri. Oh. Um, but Didn't you live in Philly, though? Yeah, a little oh, bit. okay. But... Um, uh, I care because guess who's not there this year? The, the Patriots. Patriots. Yay! Yay! That's right. That is the one time I will actually be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so what we're going to do is I'm going to go through the topics that I feel like we should probably we should probably take bets on. All right. Uh-huh. So here, here are the topics that I've chosen. All right. So the uh, obviously the bigs best picture best director best actor best actress uh best supporting actor best supporting actress best original screenplay best adapted screenplay best animated feature best original score best original song best cinematography and best visual effects. Okay. Right. So the bigs, right? The ones that we actually fucking care about. Okay, that sounds fine with me. Okay. So like as a for instance What so, about uh, makeup? Just right. So no, right. No. So I'm going to go I'm going to go from the least important category to the most important category, all right? So bottom up. Yeah, I'm going to go to the bottom up. So, like, for instance, right now, all right, so, Brian, I'm going to re- so I'm going to read off all the options, and then uh-huh. we're going to give our picks for what we think he's going to win, all right? All right. So for best visual effects, you have Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, or Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So, okay. Brian, of these options... Which do you think is going to take the best visual effects? I want to give it to Avengers Endgame, but I know it's probably going to go to 1917 because we're talking about the Academy here. So Okay, so Brian, is that going to be your pick? Yes. So Brian picks 1917. Sean? Uh, the Irishman. 
Sean's going to give it to the Irishman. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm fucking picking Star Wars because fuck you guys. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's best visual effects. Okay. Best cinematography. I already, I think I already know which one Sean's going to pick, but I'll go through the list anyway. Uh, best cinematography is, uh, is up for it is The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This one's a tougher category, I think, because all of these films were crazy well shot. Yes. I mean, and honestly, like, I'm surprised. The, I mean, I shouldn't say I'm surprised The Lighthouse got nominated. Like, have you guys seen The Lighthouse, by the way? No. Oh, my God. See that movie? <laughs> Willem Dafoe is crazy in that movie. No. I mean, like, like more than normal, yeah. Brian. Like, not like, oh, he's crazy. No, I mean, like, he is legitimately, like, certifiable in this yeah. movie. Um, and, like, I actually respected Robin Pattinson after this movie. Oh. Uh, let's see. Best His acting, I mean. The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and so, Once yeah, Upon a uh, Time in Hollywood. So, yeah, so, Brian, uh, what's your what's your choice? <sighs> um, I would give it to Joker, but I'm going to put the for The Lighthouse. because, And the reason is because The Lighthouse, they did so much research into making that feel. Like, you, uh, I, I've only seen parts of it, but you watch that movie and you feel like you're watching a lost movie from the 1940s. Uh-huh. Like um, a found footage film from the yes. from the 1900s, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I go with the lighthouse on that one. All right, Sean. Uh 1917. Wow, you're going to I thought you were going to give it to the Irishman. No, no, You're not giving it to the Irishman then. No, cinem the cinematography, the w the way everything We're making it interesting. Everything is done okay. for for yeah. one take. That's I I, I hate to admit it, Sean, but I'm actually with you. I think 1917 is going to take it. Sean and Colin. Okay. Yeah, so I and not to shit on not to shit on the Irishman, I mean, fucking, uh, if you've seen any of uh, uh, Scorsese's films, I mean, they're all well shot, and fucking the same goes for uh, Quentin Tarantino. Um, now, best original song, uh, you know what, honestly, fuck best original song, because... Uh, Can we just delete it? Yeah, we're just going to, actually, we're going to skip best original song, because quite frankly... Do not care. We don't care. We don't care. However, we do care about best original score. Yes. God damn it! Mm -hmm. So, best original score: you've got Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Rise of Skywalker. I mean, should I just go ahead and put all three of us down under Star Wars? Nope. No. Oh no. Okay. No. Joker. You're gonna do Joker? Yes. Right. Oh, Sean's gonna do Joker. Joker too. All right. Joker. That film had a fucking phenomenal score. Hildor, whatever his Iguanador. name is. All right, well, Care. I'm fucking picking the Rise of Skywalker because fucking John Williams, bitch. Okay. That that honestly should be a t-shirt of its own. John Williams, bitch. All right, so best animated feature. So you've got How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, or Toy Story 4. Now... It's so basically in this, it seems like it's coming down to either DreamWorks or Pixar. Now the problem is, Cla I Klaus, you're gonna give it to Klaus. 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 I thought Klaus. Yeah, I want. I'm gonna say Klaus too. Or is it Klaus? Oh, it's Klaus, isn't it? Klaus. So it's, Klaus. it's Klaus. Or is it Klaus? I thought it was Klaus. Klaus. Because is it? It's okay. Uh, I saw that on Netflix and I thought it was phenomenal. Um, 
The the obvious one is to give it a Toy Story four or to a lesser degree Missing Link. Um, I'm just I'm just thinking about my t- the well, time. What do you one. think this is? Seventy two Film Fest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm just thinking about it because it's like um, I wasn't even oh, what happened. Yeah, I'm also gonna give it. Yeah, I'm also gonna give it the gloss. Um, it's so funny though because like I wasn't dating uh, Molly when How to Train Your Dragon came out. I was actually dating somebody else. So it was like I'm like, wait a minute, how long ago was that? Because I went to go see that movie with somebody completely different. That's weird. That's it. it tracks it from what? When does? When is the eligibility open for Oscars? By the way, because I can't fucking remember. It's really tripping me up now. It's like if memory serves correctly, I believe How to Train Your Dragon came out at the beginning of last year. Yeah. So like early last year. Okay. All right. So now we're coming to best adapted screenplay. Okay. And I think I already know which way Sean's gonna fly on this one, but. I'll go through them nonetheless. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. Mm. Jojo Rabbit. What? I was going to go with Jojo Rabbit, too. Wow. I I mean, legit, I thought Sean was going to go with The Irishman on this. I'm just saying you've had such a boner for this movie for so long. Doesn't mean I'm gonna have no, no. I, I'm, I, it's, it's who, who picks the, the win. The academy doesn't share my opinion. Mm-hmm. True. Okay, you got me. All right, yeah, I got you. I can't believe we're actually. So I thought we were all were gonna agree on this, but no. Uh, so, so Brian and Sean are both going with Jojo Rabbit. Yep. It's good to see Bill Finger's name up there, though. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and I'm it's prob- before Bob Kane too. Good. Um, right. I'm, I'm actually I'm picking the Irishman just because right. I've actually read the book and the book's really good. So book's phenomenal, and it's an actually it's a, a halfway decent adaptation. Okay. Uh, best original screenplay. Uh, I honestly so best original screenplay. You got Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, and Parasite. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, and Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yep. Yep. Oh, is that what you're picking? No. Okay. I'm just saying you missed one. Yeah. All right. So here's my thing. I'm kind of torn on this one because Knives Out was really good. That was basically Ryan Johnson's first movie. It was the movie Ryan Johnson made after Last Jedi. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of people were like, fuck, man. Why'd you do this good on fucking Last Jedi, bitch? He was like, (laughs) I did. He's like, I did. Fuck off. I'm not gonna even. I uh, no, I I know. Don't engage. It's don't engage. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to start that. Um, not trying to start I'm that thinking flame once war. upon a time in Hollywood. All right. So Sean's going with that. Uh, Sean. All right. I'm gonna give. I'm honestly. I'm gonna give it to Knives Out. Okay. Brian, what about you? Parasite. Uh huh. All right, so next up, now we're getting into the actors and actresses categories. We're yeah, getting, right. Getting to the end. Best Supporting Actress. You've got Kathy Bates, Laura Dern, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, and Margot Robbie. Mm. I'm Laura Dern. Wow. Okay, cool. So Sean's going Laura Dern. Brian. I'm going to go with Laura Dern as well. That seems like the safe bet. Uh, going Stop. for the safe bet. Pick another lane. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll go with. F- fuck you. All right, I'll no, go. No, you don't. Go with your. Go with your gut. Well, no, I'm that's just, who I. I'm just joking because the last, the last like 
three or four categories. Well, like, yeah, I know. Okay, fine, but also, Lord, come on. I mean, like, Marriage Story has gotten so much freaking fr- fr- press, freaking praise, and like, Lord, and, right. like people are com- compl- complimenting Lord and, and nothing it, so. against Scarlett Johansson because in Jojo Rabbit, she was fucking fantastic, yeah. right? Uh, but I just feel like they're gonna give it to Laura Dern. They are. I mm. really do. See, here's my thing. As much as I love Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, yeah, you don't really. She's not the centerpiece of it. No. Right. So I'm just like, look at look at the phrasing well, here. Best supporting. supporting I know. I know. I'm not just lead. saying. Yeah, I know. That's what. It is. Fuck. All right. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go Laura Dern too. God damn it. <laughs> God damn you all. Yahtzee. Oh, God, it's a trifecta. We're all going Laura Dern. Laura Dern, Laura Dern, Laura Dern, Laura Dern. Yep. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. How Laura many Dern. Derns is a Laura Dern Dern if a Laura Dern does Dern Derns? Bow, bow, bow. How many Derns is a Laura Dern Dern? Okay, here we go. So. She in that ship, and then she went fast through that other ship. All right, so here we go. Next <laughs> next is Best Supporting Actor. Now, this is a tough category. <laughs> this is a tough one. So here's Best Supporting Actor. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. We're going off the rails. Oh, oh shit. my God. <laughs> All right, so oh, it is. All right, so Best Supporting Actor. This is a tough category this year. So Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. I'm going Joe Pesci. I'm going Joe Pesci. I heard, I was 100% sure. Al Pacino. All right, so Sean's going to go Pacino. So we're both betting the Irishman's going to get at least one of these awards. Absolutely. All right, Brian. Um, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I know. My, a my, beautiful my, day for a neighbor. My Won't head. you be mine? So I assume Tom Hanks. That's Won't you be mine? Yeah, so. <laughs> Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? <laughs> so, Won't you be my neighbor? So my, ah! so my thing is, I honestly legit thought, it's like, oh, Tom Hanks in a supporting actor category? Fuck, he's going to get it. He always gets this one. And then it was Hopkins, Pacino, Pesci, and Pitt. And like, then we were fuck. like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, so she now. fucking crazy. So now, best actress, uh. We got uh, Cynthia Erivo, uh, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, C.R.C. Ronan in Little Women, Charlize Theron in uh, Bombshell, Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland. There, okay, I'm sorry. There was a movie about Judy Garland? Yeah. So I, the fact that you've said that kind of... I'm sorry. I just, I didn't, I, I never saw any advertising for that at all. Yeah. Was it like an art house film or something? Like... No, I, I, it was very limited promotion for it. I okay. didn't see a whole lot of it. I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated. I already got my pick. All right, so Sean, who you betting on? Scarlett Johansson, God Marriage Story. It. Yeah, I know. Me too. Because I saw that movie and holy shit, she, I, that fucking movie. I guess I gotta pick somebody else, even though that's no. I go, go with the, go with ScarJo if you think it's I gonna will, be ScarJo, dude. That that movie was nuts. Yes. It was. That's why I'm saying it's probably going to be ScarJo. Uh, so are you are you going ScarJo? Yes. Or? All right. So Brian's picking ScarJo. 
And just think of it this way. Don't if, worry, we'll find a way to make this interesting. Well, at least if uh, Brian, think of it this way. At least if you're wrong, we're all wrong together. Yay. <laughs> so we'll all suffer as a result. Hooray. <laughs> all right. So now best actor. And this again, this is a really tough one. So uh you got Antonio Banderas, you got Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, and Jonathan Price. Again, off the top of my head, fucking driver in marriage story is definitely like up there. Yes. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Joaquin Phoenix. Leo. Alright, so Sean's going with Leo. Sean's going with Leo. Brian's going with Joaquin. As the Joker. As is the Joker. Because yes, yes. The movie's overrated, Zach. Um, and and yes, okay, fine. Sorry, did I say that out loud? Yeah. But um, I mean, he did a, look. Joaquin Phoenix did a fucking great job. Yeah, you can you can honestly not be a fan of that movie, but appreciate the fact that he did a fucking crazy. He good did a job great job, movie. and the thing is, the thing is, he made him feel like the Joker, but also as a completely like original character too. Because there's not a whole lot aside from like killing joke references here and there that you can really like point at and go, yes, okay, fine. I've, I've read that in a comic book before he did his own thing with the Joker. And I believe he does deserve the Oscar for that. Also, it'd be a really cool thing for him to be able to be like, Hey, I won this Oscar to playing a character that my best friend who is now dead also won in a supporting role. So, Hey, yep. let's do that. All right. So next up is best, best director. director. So your options are Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Sam Mendes, Quentin Tarantino, and Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho, sorry. Uh, Bong Joon-ho. Hmm. Um, Respectively, I've... it's Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. I thought, um, what's his name, fucking directed 1917, um, um... Uh, Christopher Nolan. I thought no. he no. It no, felt that, like that. That was um, Dunkirk. That was Dunkirk. Dunkirk. That's right. He's already, I mean, he's very, already done a World War One film. Very cinematic. <laughs> very cinematically similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, definitely, like, I remember watching the trailer for that and like watching like that dude running towards the screen and then like the 1917, like panning past him and I was like, this feels like a Christopher Nolan film. But um, yeah, you're thinking Dunkirk. Yeah, um, with, with Cillian Murphy and boats. Yes, uh, I want to give it to Bong Joon Ho because I feel like um, that would be a really that would be a really big win. Yep, and I feel like he deserves it. Uh huh. Not saying that anybody else doesn't, but right. I got you. All right, Sean. Um, Sam, you gonna give it to Mendez? I'm gonna give it to Mendez. Okay, respectable. Yep. Now this one, this one I'm having a hard time with. You know what I mean? I, you know, I want Scorsese to win, but I know. And the thing is, I. If, but it's the Academy. They yeah, hate, they hate Scorsese. And my thing is, I, uh, if you look at all three of these films for direction, I think if if you ask me which film I think is going to win Best Picture, it's definitely not going to be the one I pick for Best Director. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm gonna say Best Director. I'm gonna actually agree with Sean. It's gonna go to it's gonna go to Mendez for yeah. 1917. 
Now, okay. if you ask me which film I think is going to win Best Picture, which is our next category, I don't think it's going to be 1917. No. no. Same. No. So... Well, that leads us to our last category, which do we is... Get to, do we get to pick two on this one? You know what? I could go with that. Yeah. Let's, let's pick two on this let's, one. Let's, let's, all right, so we'll go with two. So, because there is actually, there's a lot of fucking films this year. Yes. So we want at least want to double our chances on yes. this. Yes. All right, so yeah. here we go. So for this year's best, best picture category, we have Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, oh, right Joker, there. Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So, of these nine films... Fucking nine. Not nine? When was the last time they had nine best fucking pictures? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, again, that's obviously a banner year, because, again, I don't, remember, I don't remember there being nine candidates last year for best yeah. picture. Which means that we can all pick at least one film, or two films apiece, and still be good. I mean, I know which ones I'm picking. Yeah. Yeah. That's just because I feel like of these lists, these are the two that I think are probably gonna take it. Okay. All right. So let's start with Sean. Sean, who you who you picking for best picture? You get two. I get two. You mm. get two. You get two. Everybody gets two. I'm going with um, the Irishman and Marriage Story. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Uh huh. All right, Brian. Who are you picking? I am picking either Joker. You know, I feel like we should get Zach involved in this. Oh, or, we should. Or Parasite. Sean, all right. So, you know what? Get your phone out. Call Zach right now. Oh god. If he doesn't answer, he doesn't answer. But I just I want I want I want him in on this. I'll I'll, I'll call I'll call him later. All right. All right, so I we're mean, gonna. Wait, we're, no, I'll have my phone on me. I can just enter it. In. It's fine. So we'll 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 add him to the we'll add him to the list and yeah, I can just add him a list. There as you go. Home. All right, so Brian. All right, so Brian's got Joker and Parasite. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. I actually. So I definitely agree with Sean on at least one of these. I think Marriage Story definitely is Oscar definitely Oscar worthy. So I'm definitely saying Marriage Story is at least one of my choices. Uh, I'm gonna say my other one is Jojo Rabbit. Okay, that works. All right, so uh, Sean, I think you, I think I'll ask you if you can make some infographic for this, and then we'll we'll keep we'll do a live stream of when we do the uh, the like Oscars. Infogra oh yeah, like of like best picture of what we choose. <laughs> yeah, pin the okay. tail on the Oscar. <laughs> All right, so uh, so. Uh, if you're interested in following us on this, uh, February 9th, we're going to do a live stream of our Oscar viewing party because God knows it's going to be bad. <laughs> we're going to be so we're going to be so fucking miserable by the end of the night. Mm. It's going to be it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It's going to be me. Uh, but you know what? God damn it, we gotta create content somehow. So this is how you This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Alright, so Sean, that's all we have for boldly going nowhere. Uh hopefully you haven't wasted as much of your hours as you thought you would. I'm gonna excuse myself. I mean you wasted an hour and fifteen, so it's all right. So while Brian's going off to urinate, 
Sean, where can we find you on the World Wide Web? Well, you can find me. Quick, get your phone out. Let's uh, sign him up for something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, uh, you can go to uh, TikTok uh, if <gasps> you have that. He's TikTok famous. I am. Not really. <laughs> uh, at Dash Rendering. Lately, I haven't really been posting as much. I think... I may have posted one last night while I was very... Uh, while I was drunk. Something like that. <laughs> um, so I I did that. I, I did that. So that was fun. Um, if you if you want to uh, like tweet me, you can or fo- you can follow me at Dash Rendering also on Twitter. So uh, follow me there. Um, stay tuned because I am going to have a show about fitness pretty soon and that is uh, unnamed for now but it will be released very soon so keep on your toes follow uh at dash rendering and also follow uh me on my tiktok Bra- uh, Colin, where can you find you on the World Wide Web? Well, you can find me on the World Wide Web at Castwave Studios. That's right. I run the Castwave Studios Twitter feed. Da, 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 da. You can also find me at www.castwavestudios.com. That's right. I also help build the website with Sean, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find me at, uh, at Colin30-something, S-O-M-T-H-I-N. That is my personal that is my personal handle on Twitter. Or, you know, at least I hit 40, and then it'll change to Colin 40-something. And you just keep changing it until... Just keep changing it until, you know, Twitter goes under or, you know, I die. Whichever. Whichever comes first. Well, you waste another perfectly good hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> you wasted another hour or something on this show. So, hey, thanks for that. Yeah, and um, you can find Brian on Goop.com. <laughs> <laughs> Boldly Going Nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com.